Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. I'm John Kim. And I'm Noelle Cordeaux. We are the founders of Lumia. And we're super passionate about all things coaching, and we want to share what we've learned from over a decade of coaching and training thousands of life coaches. Let's dive into the science and magic of coaching. On today's episode, we're talking about coaching certifications. This is a question we get all the time. Noelle. Hello. Good morning. How are you? I'm okay. I'm excited to talk about this because it's so nuanced and everybody gets scared about certifications, accreditation. Who am I? What does it mean? Yeah. And, you know, certifications in general, I think, are kind of a new thing. There's been an, an explosion of certifications across the board in health and wellness, I think, in the last decade, probably. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And and I think that points to two things. Number one, you know, the field is really emerging in so many different ways. And wellness is really beginning to be taken seriously as a professional right. discipline. And then secondarily, it points to the needs that humans have for outside validation. Yeah, I just love that today, um, certifications, like you can get something a la carte, you know, you don't have to go to, uh, a, a, you know, uh, get your master's or for, go get your uh, a degree. Instead, you could get an assortment of sort of certifications and design a career that that works for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and certifications are, you know, a dime a dozen. I could become certified right. to uh, marry someone today if I wanted to become <laughs> a minister right. online. So, you know, right. when we're talking about certifications, I, I want to do so with um, the caveat that it's just a piece of paper. So what exactly is a coaching certification and how does it fit into your practice as a coach? Yes. So again, certifications are super broad, but in a nutshell, as far as coaching goes, what a coaching certification does is teaches you some sort of theory, intervention, technique, or framework that you actually use in session with a client. And then that client can be an individual, a group, or an organization. So some certifications are really long. They can last over a year and they're very comprehensive where you learn lots and lots and lots of theory, technique, interventions, frameworks to build your practice. Some certifications are very brief. They could be a day-long workshop or, you know, a couple hours online and you pick up a certification in something that you learned that you didn't know before. Yeah, so I have um I have an L1 CrossFit certification and that was just um a weekend. I went I went uh Friday, came back Monday with with a cert. Yes, yes. <laughs> Our, and ours, ours is very different. Ours is very different. Ours is um is is a long certification process, but we wanted to make it a one-stop shop where people could learn enough to really get them going with efficacy and confidence in the field. So, you know, I'm really glad you brought up the the CrossFit certification because lots of fields have certifications. CrossFit, scuba diving, yoga, so, and let's talk a little bit about the fitness world. How do certifications function and what do you know about it? 
Um, well, I never used it as because I, I never uh, wanted to be a fitness coach, but I wanted to see what it was to uh, get certified. I wanted to be a better athlete, so I thought that would help me. Uh, and and that, that's an interesting point. Not everyone who gets a certification wants to uh, use it. You know, sometimes getting a certification is a, a ticket in, into uh, developing skills or doing more in that world or just exploring. Yes, yes. And that is the most important point. When you're looking at certification of any kind, it's really all about the value of the learning to you for whatever you're going for. Yeah. And what a great reminder, because I think today, especially um, where, you know, there are so many certifications in all different fields. Um, the value is is what it means to you, not what society says. I mean, just because Joe down the street um, got his CrossFit certification and he's coaching doesn't mean that's valuable to me. Exactly. Exactly. I know so many folks who go through yoga teacher training, not because they want to become yoga teachers, but because they want to experience that certification process for themselves as a growth point. Right. Yeah. That's, um, and, and that's, I, I love that because it doesn't, it doesn't mean it's a waste. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you're bettering yourself and you're, you're learning, you know, tools and stuff uh, that you're going to apply to your life. And you could return to it at any time if you wanted to pick it up and do something with it. So, you know, let's keep going. So, um, in, in different fields that are similar to coaching, like social work and therapy, you can become certified in very specific techniques that overlay your credentials. So if you're a social worker or a therapist, you might choose to go on and become trauma certified. Yeah. And this, I get a lot of questions about, you know, if I want to help someone with trauma, because, um, I have, you know, healed or I've gone through trauma and I've come out the other side. And so I have a, a natural passion there, but I don't want to go get a master's. I don't want a PhD. I don't want to go become a therapist. Can I be a trauma coach? And uh, this is something I get all the time. And there's a lot of, a uh, lot of gray here, but I think you can be a trauma coach by, like you just said, learning about tools and how to guide people, how to, uh, um, create a program, how to, cause you're not, you're not necessarily treating someone for trauma, but if you're certified in trauma, you can help them on their, their trauma journey. Yeah. And, and that's, that's like, let's talk about that further because that's a really, really, really super duper important point. So, um, people experience trauma and still want to go on in their lives and accomplish meaningful goals. If you're becoming a trauma-informed or trauma-certified coach, it means that you're going through specific training so that you're equipped to handle working with somebody who's experienced significant trauma and still has goals and w wants to move on with their life. So in other words, the point of the coaching engagement isn't the trauma itself. It's you taking the time to equip yourself with the right tools to be able to work with people on lots of different topics who might want to move forward, even though they've experienced some trauma. Right. And if you want to help someone with the trauma uh, itself, then, then it's clinical, correct? Then it's clinical. That's right. when, that's when you, it's, it's, it's ethically responsible to go back into the clinical realm. And guys, you know, it's not about like, oh, I need to shell out all this money for a master's degree. You know, these are people's heads and lives. And it's really important to get the deep levels of education. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad we're saying this because there's a lot of therapists who don't understand 
that we're not saying that as a coach, as a trauma coach, you are now a therapist. That's not what we're no, saying. Not at all. Right. As a as a trauma coach, you've you've taken on an additional layer of education so that you feel um, comfortable, confident, and ethical working with folks who have experienced trauma. Um, and then, you know, if we're looking at the world of of business, um, you can pick up something called a project management certification and actually be a certified project manager. Same with the world of tech. You can be a product manager and you get certified at places like, you know, General Assembly or um, going, you know, in-house to different um, schools. So these are all independent, outside educational um, institutions that provide certifications, whether you want to learn how to scuba dive or yoga or become trauma certified or do CrossFit. There's this is the world of certification. Do you think that this is going to grow? Do you think that certifications, like getting certified in something and having, you know, uh, your box of crayons is going to be the new way to, you know, is that going to be kind of um, the new degree or is that going to be a, a different way of, of uh, being educated and, and, and building careers? You know, it's really interesting. I, I think that over the next 20 years, we're going to see so much growth and change in the way that education functions. Oh, yeah. It, you know, so like, let's just really peel this back. So right now in the United States, we have our higher education system. And since you and I were little, the idea was go to college, get your degree, and that will ensure that you have a basic threshold in life from which to function, which will elevate you. And, you know, at college used to be reserved for um, certain socioeconomic groups. You know, there were certain socioeconomic groups that just never had access to college. And, and so it was one way of actually stratifying society and making sure that people with money kept the good jobs. And then the system kind of really got cracked open. Everybody started going to college. And then the student debt crisis came on. So now we're seeing things like siloed industries like business and tech and even coaching come up with standalone educational programs that are very wonderful and comprehensive. But do you know what none of us teach? Cross-cultural disciplines, philosophy, ethics. So, you know, I have a lot of questions about, you know, what happens when individuals are so siloed and they don't have expansive, comprehensive education that is very valuable for developing a lens that lets you, you know, ask questions rather than just become a melling, you know, falling off the cliff one after the next. So, you know, who knows? It's a really, it's a really, really complex issue. I think globally, as people are getting really sick of ending up with all of this student loan debt and saying, well, what the heck did it get me? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, and I have that too, you know, I'm a byproduct of student loan debt and, and all of that. And I, I think the combination of um, that and then uh, accessibility, like how easy it is to now with the internet, um, have access to programs and workshops and, you know, education platforms. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's it's interesting. But that's also one of the things that I'm really excited about right now. And especially with the world of coaching, and especially with how it's developing, it stands to become a fantastic economic equalizer in that you don't need a college degree to become a coach. 
And you can become a coach and get some really, really fantastic interdisciplinary education through programs like ours and many others that will give you real world skills and credentials to go on and do this work. Yeah. And and let me ask you this. What if one says, well, um, you know, if I was to pursue a coaching certification, isn't that just all online and I'm not getting the experience of engaging with people in person? What would you say to that? Um, you know, I think it really depends on the program and the individual and your learning style. So, you know, our program is is online, but it's also live live and interactive. So it's kind of the best of of both worlds. And we do do the in-person meetups and we do have regional chapters springing up. So, you know, it's, I don't think that it's any kind of education is a one-stop shop. You know, personally, I keep learning. I've been through a million coaching certifications because it's important to keep learning and honing my craft. And I was going to say there's a, a huge difference, um, just to answer my own question, that, uh, uh, between watching a, um, a video, you know, even like things on YouTube, learning that way uh, or attending a live class. And even though it's online um, with, you know, technology, it's not like we're using dial-up anymore. Uh, the live is very live. I mean, it's real. So, um, it actually doesn't feel like a, a one-way street. It actually feels like you're in a classroom. Yes, it very much yeah. does. It very much does. So now let's break it down, like really tuning in specifically to the world of coaching and talk about what's out there, how certification works, and then how that works in, you know, in professional life. So there are three areas to consider when you're thinking about certification, so on and so forth. So number one is certification. That is step one. Certification is, again, what teaches you uh, technique, theory, and framework and intervention to use in session with a client. There are two other components that come after um, certification, and they're credentialing and accreditation. So accreditation is the umbrella that professional organizations take a look at program like ours and say, yes, you adhere to the general standards and ethics of the field. You're an accredited program. So that's an extra layer. So when people come through our certification program, they're not only getting the tools and techniques and interventions, but there we've also been given this extra stamp of approval from an outside organization that looked at our curriculum. And then if somebody who goes through a certification program wants to go on for professional credentialing through, again, an outside organization that credentials and accredits coaches and programs, then that is a secondary process. Wow. Uh, layers. layers, layers of certification. Yes. Layers. So let's, let's talk about why this exists. So professional organizations exist in order to put forth and protect standards and ethics in a given field. And this is very, very, very different from what happens in session. So for example, if you are a psychologist and you're working under a given credential, you know, through an outside organization, and you can fact check me on this one, John, because I, I don't quite know. So my understanding is that your licensure board 
doesn't care if you apply Jungian theory or system structural theory in session with your clients. They just care that you're adhering to the ethics and standards of the field. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. So you learned theory and technique and intervention in graduate school and then went on for credentialing through an outside organization. Yeah, your theoretical orientation is is up to you. It's up That's to you. Not, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's exactly the same with the field of coaching. So let's look at what happened in the field of therapy because looking to the past is a, always a good indicator of what we could expect in the future. So the first legislation to standardize the field of therapy was put forth in 1955. It wasn't adopted by all states until 1977, and it wasn't until 1987 when everything was firmed up and those who had been practicing outside the scope of external professional organizations were grandfathered in. Mm. So that's kind of happening in the field of coaching now, but even in... um, even in a more rudimentary way. So there's no legislation has been put forth. We're just in the process where these professional organizations are starting to be formed. Yeah, there's no like official board. No, there's no official board. So um, let's talk about what there is. So it's different in North America and Europe. So in North America, there are three organizations that are making significant progress towards improving and developing credible, reliable, and valid accreditation models. So accreditation and credentialing go hand in hand. Uh, It's the Worldwide Association of Business Coaches, the International Coaching Federation, the ICF, which is who we are, are under, and the International Association of Coaching. That's North America. So then in Europe, these are called accreditation agencies. And they accredit individual courses and studies, but not individuals. So then there are two noteworthy institutes in Europe, the European Coaching Institute and um, the Mentoring and the Association for Coaching. So there's organizations in, in North America that function internationally, and then there's different standards in Europe. So in Europe, the term accreditation is typically only applied to school or organization. And then the term certification is used for um, individuals or that's North America. Sorry. So if someone was interested in coaching today, mm-hmm. um, what what would you recommend they put weight on as far as um, all these associations and uh you know what? What what would be what should be important to them when they're looking for uh, a, a a certification to platform to get? Well, you know, I guess the point of all of this is is that I wanted folks to understand um, kind of the history and the nuance because it's a process. This isn't a one stop shop. This isn't a stamp that you get and you go on your way. You know, so step one is deciding. You know, why do I want to enter the field of coaching and and getting some education to become a good coach, to have that first layer of intervention, technique, theory, framework under your belt so that you can begin working. And then you can look around and decide if you'd like to move forward with credentialing through an accrediting body. 
And it seems like what's happening is uh, the, there's like these accredited bodies are almost like the schools, mm-hmm. you know, they're all, they're almost and you, and depending on what you gravitate toward, uh, you're going to decide what's important to you or or what's not, you know. Or what's not. And the field is, is completely in flux right now. There's, this is, this is all new. It's all being developed now. Lots of folks are having lots of conversations about what to do and how it's going to go. And no one really knows. Um, it's also worth noting that the field of health coaching is starting to function as a world unto itself. And I've seen, uh, a lot of stuff out there about accrediting bodies in the world of health coaching wanting to require some sort of hard scientific degree or background as an entry point to that field. Yeah. Here's what I know. Um, No one in the last decade has asked me, where did you get your therapy degree? What were your grades? You know, (laughs) all of that stuff. Show me your your certificate. Um, All of that is a personal journey and it's something that is valuable to me. And so I think what's really important is when you are looking to get certified as as a life coach, um, ask yourself what kind of experience you want. Ask yourself, um, you know, when you're jumping into a community, uh, who are these people? What do they stand for? What's the flag they're waving? And and can you relate to them? Because that's going to be the the direct experience in in the classroom and what you get out uh, uh, of of the whole coaching experience. Yes, very much so. And you know, I can echo you on the coaching path. I've been coaching for ten years. I got my coach, my first coaching certification of which I have many, um, 10 years ago, I then went on for credentialing and I took my time. So I did it over a period of four years. Um, I'm a credential holder and in my 10 years of coaching, I've never had a single client ask me where I was trained and if I hold a credential. Right. Exactly. Never. <laughs> right. Never. What, what, what your clients do is they take, they take in you, they take in uh, your confidence, they take in how you work, how you show up, of course, you know, um, but they're not going to probably ask for your credentials. I think I have a really good point here. So, so my clients do ask me how I work. And when I explain how I work, I really blend, um, strength-based approaches in positive psychology with feminist theory and structural systems work. Like that's literally, that's how I work as a coach. And so for me, being able to point to the interventions, techniques, theories, and frameworks that I use is really the most important thing. So so yes. if I'm answering what's the most important thing, it's the theory and the frameworks. <laughs> <laughs> which, which which you cannot get. Um, well, I mean, I guess you could Google and kind of try to learn on your own, but you really can't get a uh, a thorough um, education in that until you actually take a, 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 a an intensive or a training program. It's helpful to be taught because you can ask questions. Yes, absolutely. Um, one of the things that I um, kind of cringe at is I've been seeing a few people on the internet, um, just kind of announcing that they are life coaches without any education. And it makes me cringe because I feel like they're going to, they're setting themselves up for a a poor experience. And um, it makes me sad because they're passionate about helping people, but they're not willing to actually, um, you know, learn and and practice the craft. And so uh, it's going to be short lived, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I I think one of the best ways to gain practice out there is by doing. And one of the reasons why 
the certification process is so important, actually taking the time to learn this stuff is because the techniques support you as a coach. You don't have to rely on cult of personality. You don't have to have all the answers yourselves and you're relying on evidence-based techniques. So if push ever came to shove, you know, Hey, I'm running people through these theories, techniques, and frameworks that are empirically based. And, and you can always stand on your work in that way. Having a large social media following doesn't qualify you as a coach. No, it doesn't qualify <laughs> you as a coach. Yeah, but you know what? In today's world, there are people who, um, once they get traction on social media, they think because they now have an audience that they can coach. And uh, I just think it's irresponsible. But at the same time, that it's going to play itself out. And then, you know, then they may end up um, looking to uh, get certified or, or you know. Sure. And, you know, we'll see what the field does based on on what happened in in the therapeutic realm. Honestly, we we probably have another 20 years before we start to see any kind of sense made out of legislation. And then all the states have to adopt it. And then everybody who ever's called themselves a coach has to kind of file in line. So I think uh, (laughs) I think we have a lot of ways to go. Yeah. But, you know, what's exciting is. that right now, because it's so early, if you're listening to this and you are curious about coaching, or if you have you know an amazing story, or if you have come out the other side and you want to help other people, um, this it's so early. This is the, the the best time to get on. It really is, and I I felt that way when I started ten years ago, and I am humbled and amazed by the knowledge that I've amassed just following this field. It's like brain candy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, check out all of them, you know. Yeah. But uh, but but uh, see what what gravitates, what you gravitate toward, and uh, check out the message of the the company. Check out uh, the people involved. Check out the the tone, the uh, atmosphere, uh, because to me, that's really like what's important. To me, that's kind of the heart of um, your experience. Yeah. And ask questions and see if you can get somebody on the phone to have a conversation. Because, you know, when you're thinking about this stuff, coaching is a conversation based discipline. And that's where it begins is with the intention and the conversation. Yes. Don't just read the copy on the website. Um, Actually talk to a real person. Thanks for listening to Everything Life Coaching. If you're feeling the draw to become a coach, head to lumiacoaching.com slash everything. Explore a new career that brings fulfillment, gives you a true sense of purpose, and a bold community to do it with. Lumia is ready to equip you with the tools, training, and community you will need to reach your goals. If you're ready to build a unique coaching business on your own terms while making an impact on the world at large, Lumia is the next bold step in your coaching journey. That's lumiacoaching.com slash everything. And hey, if you're waiting for a sign, this is it.